Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, across the nation or around the world. Once again, you are listening to the VMware Communities Roundtable podcast. This is podcast number 410. My name is Eric Nilsson, and with me, my co-host and my co-co-host, Cora Romero and Elsa Mayer, the community team. And we're also live streaming with uh, Katie Bradley here on VMTN. So uh, we're down in Silicon Valley at the UserCon in Silicon Valley, the annual UserCon. They got labs here. And on the show, we have Dave Rollins, who's going to talk to us about what's new with all the hands-on labs. So, Corey, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's, it's actually funny. I haven't sat in this little corner for a few years. And last time I did... We were on the community podcast with uh, with John Troyer, and I think it was like 200 and something. Uh, 200, yeah. Yeah, so like 200 like episodes ago, I was in the same spot. So. Yeah. And Elsa's with us. Uh, it's great. We're trying to get the community roundtable to be more like a square table if you're watching us <laughs> on, uh, on, the, on the feed. But uh, you did a session here today as well. Yep, went to, the, went to the keynote this morning and then did a session on uh, power blogging, which, which we'll share out later today. So it's uh, been a full day already and excited to podcast. So Dave, um, you're on the call. Uh, I know we have some hands-on labs here too as well, right? So the Silicon Valley you know, user con is a, is a happening place for a lot of people around. Do you know anything about the labs that are here? Uh, yes, I do. We do have uh, our expert-led style workshop, uh, two of them there. Um, we've got one that covers VMware Cloud on AWS, uh, and then the second one is kind of an introduction to VMware NSX. Nice, nice, nice. Other things are going on. I think we have John Troyer, myself, uh, Elsa, and I think Corey is going to be on a panel at uh, 1230 today just to talk about community. So yeah. it's always fun to hook up with John and see what he's up to. Absolutely. And some of the other community leaders are also down here. Uh, I forget his name, Yellen, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's here shooting video, doing his stuff on podcasting, and I think he's hosting the, uh, the community uh, panel as well. So John, uh, we need to get his name, uh, his name but uh, we'll get on here. So that's, that's good, so good stuff. Um, in the news, I don't think we have much news, and Katie Bradley would like us just to skip the news from now on, so we're going to try to... We're going to try to uh, skip most of the news. I don't know if there's any news worthy of saying. <laughs> nope, no news. There you go. That's as good as you're going to get, Katie, for skipping. So on the call today, um, we do have Dave Rollins, and it's really exciting to have Dave back. Uh, Dave, we've had a lot of VMworld stuff, but before we get into what's going on with hands-on lobs, give us the one-minute elevator pitch. Who are you, and what do you do at the, in the VMware ecosystem? <laughs> Uh, let's see if I can get this right. Uh, so again, my name is Dave Rollins. I work with the Hands-On Lab team as a content architect. Uh, so that means I work with all the different divisions within VMware, all the product owners, and uh, really find out what their requirements are for creating the labs. Uh, and then as we have those ideas, I help the people. We have a volunteer staff of all the field SEs um, that I help actually create those labs. Nice. And uh, where, where do you work out of? What area of the country? I'm out on the, uh, the East Coast. I'm uh, in Maryland. Maryland. So it'll be winter time. Yeah. Uh, good time. So you, you're kind of the architect, and then you work with all the volunteers and all the, the people that are building out these labs to actually make these labs come to be. Exactly. Very good, very good. So 
Uh, we haven't had you on the show for like a year now, but it's always good to touch back and, and see how labs are doing. Um, where you were at VMworld, there was a lot of pop, there was a popular labs list, I think it was going on, uh, the top five labs or something. Can you give us some visibility? What were some of the interesting labs you built this year, and what are the popular ones? What can you tell us about some of these labs? Oh, perfect. Yeah, as usual, um, and that's why you're seeing it at the VMUG, uh, the most popular lab we always have for the past four years is uh, the VMware NSX Getting Started Lab. Um, it's always been by far the, the most popular one, number one, uh, whether it's online or any of the VM worlds. Um, and just consistency throughout the show. Uh, we also had vSAN, but the one that really surprised me was the other one that is at the VMUG today, and that's the, uh, the VMware Cloud on AWS. There was just a lot of interest in that, and uh, that rounded up uh, the top three um, for both shows, so for VMworld US and VMworld Europe. All right, so we said NSX number one. What was number two? No, uh, no. Uh, uh, six, six, getting started. Make sure you guys are all listening. Like, Corey and Elsa are like, uh, so yeah, NSX, vSAN, and then cloud, right? Which, uh, uh, you know, it does, does vSphere still, you know, show yeah, up in the top five? Where are and we at? That's the number four. <laughs> number four. four all right. What's yeah. number five? Let me guess. Number five is Horizon. How did you know? Horizon 7 or Friday? <laughs> we, we have the interns that come work for us every summer, right? And they're like, what products do we have? And I'm like, well, let's make it clear. We have vSphere, vSAN, and NSX, and Horizon. Right? Yeah. Those are the big ones. They're running in the data center. And then we have smaller ones. They're like, you know, Workstation Fusion and a whole bunch of other ones, V-Realize Automation and all that. Which, There's a whole yeah, list. Yeah. So, uh, so that, that's logical. That makes sense. Um, NSX, uh, is there anything interesting that's going on with NSX when you see from the lab? Is it still just a lot of people getting their feet wet uh, in learning NSX? Or has the NSX lab you know, gotten more sophisticated throughout the, the year or two that you've been building these guys? Well, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, we still see a lot of people just starting to get, uh, you know, into that NSX phase where they want to start virtualizing their networks. Um, so this is still just, again, one of the most popular labs we have, uh, but we're just still branching off of that. Uh, this year we introduced um, kind of the software as a service, so NSX Cloud, uh, where we're now able to, um, you know, connect your first private data center with uh, AWS. Uh, and we have that out there as an offering to take a lab for uh, NSXD or Transformers, uh, you know, with multi hypervisor support. We also introduced uh, the Act Defense Lab, um, so being able to protect your applications. Um, but for the first time, but this is this is a long time coming. This is a lab that I've been uh, striving to get. Is an NSX Challenge Lab. Uh, so if you're familiar with some of the other labs, we've always had the vSphere Challenge Lab and you know Horizon, uh, vSphere Auto uh, Automation. And it's really the idea behind the Challenge Lab is where we break it, you fix it. Uh, so it provides kind of a more expert level challenge. Um, you know, kind of get your, your hands dirty on, on some of the technology. And the NSX Challenge Lab, we finally got it. It's not so much a you break it, we fix it, but more of I've got NSX installed, I've got it configured. Um, what are some of the other things? Uh, we call them day two operations. What are some of the things I may run into um, during my usage of NSX in my, uh, my enterprise? Have, have you ever considered, you know, I've been, so this is interesting from my perspective of the growth of the NSX labs. 
So you're really saying, how, what's the count of NSX labs that you actually have now? Wow. Um, one, two, I mean, four. just rough yeah. estimate. You don't have to tell me exactly, well, I, mean, I guess. I mean, I'd say there's probably at least 20 labs that focus, excuse me, that focus on some type of NSX technology or NSX partner integration uh, technology. Right. right. Interesting. Interesting. So it's more sophisticated. So, so Elsa, have we considered having an HOL blog? Is there an HOL blog? Do anybody, do we ever get Dave or any of these people talking about what type of labs are out there and what they're doing next? Uh, that's a really good question. Probably not as much as we should, but they're, they're definitely out there in the ecosystem. Do we see a, a pickup of NSX uh, conversation in blogs in now that are kind of you know, doing the same thing where you have these levels of function that you can do? Do we see a, a, a variety of blogs showing up uh, from community members to talk about NSX? On NSX, yeah, definitely, definitely one of the hotter topics right now. Nice. Uh, for a on NSX activity, uh, we have the access the NSX subgroup. Yes, well, we do. Right? Mm -hmm. um, do we see a pickup in, in, in that space? Do how many NSX experts do we have now? Uh, 126. Yeah, absolutely. We see a pickup in that. Uh, when we first uh, kicked off the program, the expert, the expert NSX. Uh, yeah, you you could definitely see you know the, the trend um, and the learning curve um, within the program. And, Versus last year and this year, uh, you start to see a lot more things and technical content on NSX. Uh, it's no more the learning stuff. It's just the challenge. Uh, you know, how do you install this? How do you, how do you different layers, right. different things? Yeah, so yeah, absolutely we're seeing a pickup in that. So, Dave, when it comes to uh, NSX labs, um, are challenge labs your favorite labs? Um, in general, yes. Challenge labs, I'd... I think it just benefits everyone, um, and it's definitely my favorite. It, it helps uh, you know the customers, the end users out there, uh, running into things that you know at least in a lab environment and makes them aware of, of what's going to happen. Um, but then later on, it, you know, from from a VMware perspective, it helps us uh, by educating the customers. Uh, you know, they're they're not going to be calling into our support infrastructure and, and tying them up with the most common calls that they get all the time. So education is is key with the challenge labs. But Dave, just uh, just real quick, I did a really quick question for you. For anyone who's listening that doesn't know how to access these, these are uh, available year round, right? That is correct. Uh, we just released the labs we had um, at VMworld uh, right at the, at the beginning of last month. Um, but these are all online. Uh, we have over 81 labs that are released at VMworld, uh, which is, again, our, our new record. Uh, last year, I believe, it was about 75. Uh, we've got 81 new labs, uh, free sign-up, uh, just at labs.hol.vmware.com. Uh, register for a free account, and you can start taking labs immediately. Awesome. So when you're building out the, the, the labs, or particularly the challenge labs, um, how do you figure out infrastructure you're needed? Like I've heard stories about NSX being able to go into hands-on lab, you get access to a switch, right, in the virtual environment, in the lab environment online, and then um, I've seen people break out and actually then practice command sets, right, to configure and also just use NSX without actually having to build your own home lab with, with an NSX installed. Um, how do you guys figure out what infrastructure you need on the back end to, to allow people to break things and simulate, you know, fixes. Um, take us through the process of how you design one of these labs. Uh, 
Oh, wow. Yeah, so we, we work really closely with, um, with GSS, our global support system, so the, the wonderful people that if you do have an issue, uh, to call in. Uh, so we work with them. They get kind of the, the top five most common calls. Uh, we also search our knowledge base um, for kind of the, the most viewed topics there. And uh, we work to, to kind of get all those ideas together and figure out kind of to your point what we could actually show um, that's actually, in a lab environment. Because there's, there's some things that just aren't possible. Um, but then once you have that list put together, uh, the configuration is fairly easy. We have a lot of flexibility because it is just a, a virtual environment. Um, we have no, you know, once you deploy that lab, there's no physical hardware involved at all. If we need components, we can just kind of snap them in, pull them out, uh, reconfigure resources as needed. Uh, it's really flexible. Uh, the problem, one of the most powerful things we have in there is uh, kind of a, a router. Um, it's a virtual router that we can configure and, and simulate multiple networks, specifically the NSX, uh, and create different scenarios based on uh, different networks without having to, uh, to tack on additional resources and, and, and really uh, tie up the system there. All right. So uh, that's pretty interesting in its own right in that you're working with GS, you're looking at the top bugs that are coming in that are causing these calls. And so the reality is if, if somebody goes and you know, spends time on the challenge labs, you're just going to save yourself a boatload of trouble because we've figured out what everybody's confused at, gotten that in, built the top ten, you know, and, then, and then gone off and built a simulator for these problems. It's kind of like doing flight simulation. Class, yeah, right? yeah, great you, you know, American Airlines sends their pilots in. And so as an administrator, IT professional, what you want to do is go, go take the challenge labs are you guys going to update these uh, every year so that, like, as the problems get more sophisticated, we'll have Challenge Lab 2s and Challenge Lab 3s? Is that in the cards? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this year we, we updated uh, a few of them. Um, some of the challenges are, are still kind of remaining the same. We may add uh, an additional one uh, the following year, but I believe three of the four from last year did get a, a refresh on, on new challenges. Nice, nice. I think Elsa has a question on the chat. So is there a way for customers to suggest uh, new lab ideas if anything comes to mind? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, we have an HOL idea registry. Um, and I believe I can put that in the chat window. Um, but we use this for, our, for VMware employees, for our partners that are out there, as well as customers. And we take that feedback from, um, you know, from what they want to see in the lab, all these great ideas, and, you know, work with, uh, again, the different business units for whatever idea that's suggested. And uh, we try to see if we can make a way to uh, get those into our labs. That's nice. Ideation, right, is, is, is a key for community participation. One of the hardest things that I found with ideation, which is you, ideation is the idea of you know, getting people to give you ideas so that you can implement ideas closer to what customers are experiencing, right. which is neat. The, the challenge with ideation is having 180 ideas come in and then you can only implement three. Right. right? Yeah. So do you guys find yourself overwhelmed <laughs> with ideas for labs? I do. Um, Fortunately, a lot of them seem to be kind of the same, you know, going down the same path. Um, so we're able to consolidate the uh, majority of it. We do have kind of a, 
you know, voting um, for the fair, you know, to make it fair for which ideas. But ultimately, it is up to uh, with the NSX particular idea. Um, we would take that back to the our NSBU or uh, you know, the, the, who owns the uh, NSX product, and then uh, kind of they would have final say on, on who they what ideas they would uh, put in their lab. Okay, got it. Just respond to your chat at the same time here, multitasking. Um, so we, we, you know, we spend a little time on, on NSX and the NSX lab, which I think, yeah, obviously, the number one thing. The challenges sound interesting. Um, AWS and cloud, I, I always have to come back to that and go, okay, so you're trying to teach me you've got an AWS on cloud lab. Uh, how do you simulate AWS? Do you set up AWS accounts so that when it spins up a lab, um, I'm, I'm now connecting AWS with my vSphere instance. Uh, is it the AWS cloud service that is, you know, gives yeah. you a vSphere data center for 200 grand a quarter or some, some expensive amount? What, what do we got going on with AWS? <laughs> that is a great question. And we have, we have two labs that uh, we're showcasing um, NSX, or we're showcasing AWS with. Of course, one of them is NSX, um, and the other one is vCloud. Um, or VMware Cloud, um, but yeah, we're we're doing a little bit of trickery um, with the VMware Cloud on AWS. Uh, it's actually a, a simulation um, on our end uh, that simulates kind of connectivity and how how things would work if you were to deploy VMware Cloud on AWS. Um, it's something that we use uh, kind of internally, even for our partners as well, I believe. Um, just to, to kind of simulate these things without actually having or incurring that expenditure of AWS accounts. Um, NSX on uh, AWS, that one is a real live running instance um, where we're showing you NSX on AWS and connecting things uh, from your little lab environment out to a real live running instance of AWS. Um, that one we do have uh, some nice uh, you know, APIs or callbacks where we're able to uh, create an account on AWS and then kind of remove that when you end your lab. Um, so there's some automation going on in the back end uh, just to make sure that we're not costing too much money to, to run these uh, wonderful labs. Nice, nice. So simulation for most of the stuff, some connectivity to AWS, and, uh, and that's how you're, you're, you're doing that. Um, Two labs, is that what you said? Two labs? How many labs have we got on AWS? I think you said two. Yes, that's correct. Those are the, the two we have there now, uh, NSX Cloud on AWS and VMware Cloud on AWS. So uh, switching gears, I mean, I could take you through the rest of them, vSAN, vSphere, Horizon. I mean, you have 80 labs now or some large number. Um, any takeaway learnings from VMworld as we, as we got through the VMworld season? Any kind of ideas that you're thinking about for next year with regards to delivery of the labs? Like I was at the lab environment. It seems like it was running smooth. The, the lines were not that long this year at VMworld. Uh, what are some of the takeaways you have with regards to what was happening at VMworld? Sometimes you have these big screens and you're showcasing you know, I.O. throughput and you're showcasing number of labs, startup, number of VMs that have launched. Um, are there any kind of interesting tidbits that uh, you can share with us with regards to how labs ran and what you learned during the VMworld season? Yeah, absolutely. Um, both, actually, both shows were, were record-breaking years for us. Um, you know, we delivered the most labs ever in a single day. Uh, it was over 3,000. 
and broke records for the most labs delivered kind of at the end of the show. So in the U.S., uh, I think it was just over 11,000. The Emerald Europe was uh, uh, 4,200. Um, so we had great years as far as people coming out and, and coming into the lab environment. Um, I think some of that had to do a lot with, uh, with our cross-collaboration with CloudPred. Uh, we gave away some really, really good prizes this year. Gave away the, the drone. Uh, that was the big one. Uh, some GoPros. Uh, all kinds of really good stuff. It was the year of the Echo, Echo Dots. Uh, we gave away yep. a, a bunch of those. And thank you very much, by the way, for those. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We had Corey doing the, uh, the, the, I forget Corey's last name, doing the uh, uh, Amazon Echo Code thing on how to how to build code so that you can pull vSphere with, uh, with with Amazon Echoes. That yep. was fun. So we gave away a bunch of Echoes, and certainly being part of the lab environment was 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 fun to be part of. So thanks for having uh, CloudFed there as well, community fixes and platforms. So yeah. Um, Hey, so uh, when it's not the in-world season, uh, how many labs do we see completed on a kind of average day, weekly, you know, monthly basis? Wow. On average, I believe it's about, uh, we hit about the, the thousand mark typically per day. Um, what we've seen a lot of going on now is uh, kind of uh, VMware employees, partners, even customers to an extent, trying to emulate that um, that expert-led workshop style, where they have that expert, kind of like what you're seeing at, at uh, the VMUG today with, with the workshops there, where they do, they get a group, and usually it's an expert who has some expertise, if you will, in that product, and then they walk a room full of 20 or 30 people through that lab. So that's really helping us drive our, our daily numbers up. Yeah, I could see that. I, that you know, we have seen the pendulum swing all the way back, right? And I, I prefer it this way, so I'm hitting the table. So people listening to the, our microphones doing this, you guys are on a, a hard table. If you touch it all, it's going to make yeah. that echo. But uh, I would say that we've seen that pendulum swing back where instructor-led labs is a nice blend of an online environment, but with an instructor to take you through, answer questions, and basically teach you what the heck is going on with some of this stuff, right? Because you, you get details from an instructor. So that's been really popular. Um, I know you guys did Lab in the Box a few years ago where you could actually, uh, if you wanted to lead an instructor-based lab, you could, you could go work with a hands-on lab team and get a, a lab kit that would help you at your VMUG event or at any event, you know, uh, run a lab. Are people still doing that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, and that's actually where a lot of this is spawning off from, this extra activity as we kind of go out and promote this uh, HOL in a box program uh, globally at this point. Um, probably one of our biggest users for that is, is uh, the VMware Social Lab program. Um, it's kind of a more in-depth version of the, of the workshop, and they utilize uh, HOL in a box um, for all these events. I mean, they, they typically run about three uh, three, uh, three days a week, they'll run about two shows every day, so six, 12, <laughs> 18 uh, different uh, workshops a week. Uh, but it's kind of a more in-depth version. Uh, where at the DMUGS, even at VMworld, it's usually about a 60 to 90-minute workshop. They run half-day or, or full-day workshops uh, utilizing the labs and kind of keeping that expert in the room to uh, talk to the <laughs> Nice. 
Nice. Yeah, um, I, we, we, I'm glad that's taking off. I think that's, that's something that's really good. I know that I've worked at some of the companies across the U.S., like in Atlanta with Georgia Pacific, where they're not allowed to share anything they're doing. They're not allowed to be in the public ecosystem at all. Uh, so having services that allow community members to spin up things company inside focused, right, where you could run a lab for people inside of Home Depot, for instance, right, where they're not allowed to go to a, a VMUG and participate externally. They're just, it's just policy forbidden. Right. Yep. So that means that, you know, we have the experts that are only internally focused, right, and they do a great job evangelizing, they're part of the community, Absolutely. but so they're just a silent community member, right, and, yes. and we do a shout out to those guys, right, and some of them listen to our podcast, um, but they're just not allowed to be public. Right. right. So having these programs that allow you to do things internally at your company uh, is, is an important aspect of what we have to offer at VMware. So I uh, appreciate that, Dave. That's that's pretty neat. Um, if someone wanted now, if someone wanted to do that internally in your company, uh, how, how would they get? How you know? How how would they? How do they get in contact with anybody on how, how to set that up? Ah. Like, and I'm entering this into the, uh, the chat window now. Uh, we have a nice little website, and it's kind of evolved uh, through the past few years. Um, and uh, we're actually talking about evolving the whole system even more. Um, but all you have to do is just tell us about your event, uh, fill out a simple form, and we will have everything prepared for you uh, on the back end and have, your, uh, have all your labs ready to go. Very nice. Okay. Nice, yeah. And I, I think it's great for VMware to, do, VMware to do this. I know, Elsa, we look at the code program, and we also look at how do we offer up some of these services for engineers and developers so that, you know, there's some infrastructure there that and packages that they could then grab and go run a code event at their local site, right, if they want to do an internally focused developer training on cloud native or on VIC integrated containers some of these stuff. So it's, it's all good that you're doing that, Dave, so I appreciate that. Um, and I think we've seen interest in, in the code community for that kind of activity as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's some elements of the code program, uh, the hackathons especially, that people are just always really excited and engaging in. And, um, I remember a few years back when, when the Labs in a Box came out, that there was a lot of interest around it. We kind of trying to model this new hackathon in a box after the, uh, the Lab in a Box. The URL to register for the event for HOL, uh, you know, hands-on lab in a box, is vmware.com slash go slash HOL in a box. All over. Yes. It's not Linux. Sorry, HTTP. Slash slash. Turn your computer on. That's right. Use your mouse. Um well, good, good. I had some more questions I was thinking about. Now i got to figure out what they were. Where did I want to go with Dave Rollins? Oh, I remember. Where are you going? Uh, for, for 2018, what are you guys thinking about? Are there any major interesting things you're considering, or is it going to be more of the same? Uh, are there any acquisitions we're doing where we're going to see some labs show up? Uh, what are you? I know you have to do your 2018 goals and objectives, Dave. Where they're gonna they're gonna have to write down what you're gonna deliver, I mean, otherwise you're not gonna get a raise. Waiting so, for it. You know, Elsa Mayer has to triple the blog traffic next year. So you gotta have no problem with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what are you thinking about for 2018? 
2018. Uh, well, to give you a little bit of, of, of background, kind of we we have two development cycles uh, every year. So we de deliver labs. Uh, we start actually in March at the beginning of the year and uh, start creating labs for delivery at VMworld. Uh, we actually just kicked off what we call our spring release. Uh, so we start now in November and we'll deliver another set of labs here um, about that March-April time frame. So we're working on a few things now. Uh, again, we just got pushed off, so I, I can't guarantee that everything we want is going to make it in there. Um, but we're, really the things we're looking at, yeah, and I know acquisition ones are, are a big one. Um, we, we're still trying to reach out and, and get in contact with the right people there. Uh, you know, this earlier this year for VMworld, we did a, a Wavefront lab. Um, just by the skin of our teeth, got that in uh, right after the acquisition. Um, but, but some of the new stuff we're looking at for, for this new spring release, it'll be available in about the, the March, maybe April timeframe, or uh, the Internet of Things lab, uh, kind of highlighting VMware Pulse. Um, another kind of a, an update to our VMware Cloud Foundation lab. Right now, if you look at it, it's, it's mainly a, a click-through demo or what we call an interactive simulation. We want to make that a live running instance so people can, can really play around, go off script with uh, uh, Cloud Foundation and take a look at it. And one of the more interesting ones that we're looking at is, uh, is Test Drive. Um, and I hadn't looked at uh, Test Drive in a while, um, but this is something that, you know, in the past it was if anyone wanted to... Hey, Dave, you know, Dave hold yeah. on a minute. Dave, we got a special oh. guest here. We do. We do. Uh, we have a celebrity know, We got a celebrity. We got we to gotta interrupt it. We have Dave Rollins. Come on over here. Come on over here. So we need to, no, we need to get the special guest. Uh, Pablo Roche is with us. And Pablo, <laughs> you know, we want, we're doing a special on Hands on Locks today. Dave Rollins is on the call. And hey, live stream, we've got How are you? Four thousand people that uh, they watch us live. So, Very excited. So, so uh, Pablo, you're here. We're in Silicon Valley, UserCon. Uh, Dave's telling us all about 2018 plans. But uh, from uh, from the guy who runs the Hands-On Labs, and we've known each other forever, right? When you yeah. got here, and watched the whole program you know, turn into uh, where it is. Uh, how's it going here in Silicon Valley today? Well, very excited. We had a uh, couple of workshops. We also have a booth over there, so we're getting a lot of great questions, a lot of energy from the audience. What do you do at a booth? Um, it's a lot about awareness. We still get a lot of people coming in that aren't familiar with the lab, so we just update them with something. And the morning, Tell them what, what, what you're doing and how, exactly. how it is, right? Uh, exactly. The labs in a box and training, guys can do their yeah, own internal yeah. labs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I guess there's, you know, Dave's taking us through, there's a lot of stuff that you're doing now, like 80 plus labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think the most popular ones have been VMware uh, Cloud on AWS. Yeah. Introduction to NSX and uh, vSphere 6 bot. That's, 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 you know, from where it is to where it has grown, and including the cloud stuff and all of AWS now, and even some of our test scenarios we run on AWS, we do all this stuff in cloud and, and, and everything. So one of the things I was going to ask Dave, but as long as you're here, if you got another minute, I'll ask you a question. But you can bail. We just want to say hi and let everybody say who, see who Pablo Roche actually is. Runs all hands-on labs. He's a director of, you know, I don't know what what is your title, director of director of technical marketing. Technical marketing for hands-on labs. All right, great. Um, one of the things uh, that uh, we we always want to know is um, what are your big big budget bets for next year? Where where are you going to try to grow into? Um, you know, we're going to.
see, 100 laps. And then, more important, I remember the question now. I remember now, which is um, you're teaching. You're, you're basically educating everybody. You're enabling everybody to learn all of this stuff. Are we going to have any kind of certification? or Are we going to get some credit for doing all these labs? And, well, and, and the, the transcripts are available now. So if you take a hands-on lab, you can log in and send the transcript to your manager and everything. Print out a certificate? We have to print out a certificate, but it's not really certified. It's right. more of a, right. here's what I've done and here's the time I spent on it. And we figured that we'd let the education team handle the... The, the official certification. Are you gonna, are you, are, so the education people do that. Do yeah. the education people ever overlap on some of the HRLs? We, we work very closely with them. You know, they refer our labs for them to do the practice testing. Oh, nice. Okay. So, there's so there's a lot of natural kind of synergy, synergy there. Right, right. They use the same application, the front end. So it's they're very, very good on every level. Putting you on the spot, I know, but uh, no. I, we were just talking about this. We were just thinking, like, we're this is a great way to learn, and everybody's doing it, and they're all liking it. And the, like, if we could connect the, I'm doing my labs to get, you know, certified and say, hey, I know this stuff. Like you say, go do these, you get tests. We were talking about the challenge labs and how interesting that is, where you get the you get the top ten most from GS, and then you build a challenge lab around it, and you're just like you're educating, just like an advanced degree. I want an advanced degree on, you know, IT management. Just Dave's baby. So he came on and he saw that we needed this this creature of happiness built because it, it helps a lot of customers around the world. So recently in China, we had uh, rooms full full of people taking challenge labs and doing contests, and they were doing time-based contests. We had hundreds of people taking Dave's labs all the time, and that was in Beijing. And then right after that, right after that, they did it in Japan. Wow. So the, the scale and the, the, the way these are growing are just incredible. Yeah, that's actually interesting in its own right in that there's like some gamification in the learning of doing the labs and, 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 and making it also fun yeah. like that, but then just uh, doing that. So I, I see this coming together as the modern-day way to do education, which is hands-on, you know, learn it, enable it. And then, by the way, if you're an education uh, educator, we got labs in the box. You can go get the labs and yes. give them at a place like this. And so it's just it's really, really momentum. Great for us. Uh, great for our, you know, our, our ecosystem. Yeah. And just tearing it up. Better than Microsoft. Better than Cisco. Better than anybody. Right? Now I'm blushing. Yeah, no, I mean, but really, if you look at it, what we're doing with the labs program is, like, is almost as good as the VSCO program. Not quite, but... Right up there. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, Lamb Porter. We need to be experts to be part of it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, hopefully work closer. The only thing I think that's better than all this is the community. Yeah. It's all about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but really, if you look at it, man, what, a, what an asset for all of us, right? As I, because I'm an IT practitioner, I, I still, you know, build my home lab. I spend time, you know, I make Google USB chips, install ESX, you know, you're, Figuring out VSAN, you figure out NSX and how to make a router do what it's supposed to do and connect a real router to a virtual router. And it's like if you can just have somebody help you learn the stuff ahead of time, it's just, it's just so much nicer. Yeah. We, we love saving time. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Well, Pablo, thanks for joining thanks. us Thank on the you show. So much. We'll get back to uh, uh, Dave Rollins. Give Dave Rollins a big raise if you can. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Dave, we just want 20% of whatever that raises. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. something. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, we just saw him walking by, and yeah. we're like, there's the man himself, you know, so. 
Thought we were going to invite him on at the booth. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and talk about a good guy showing up and being uh, here in the ecosystem, working the booth. I mean, how many directors do you see that actually show up at a booth or at a little table and actually Two. do? Three. Yeah, yeah. Two. Pablo. Yourself and Pablo. Yeah. Well, and we grew up from uh, Sun Microsoft. He was over at Sun Microsoft yeah. when I was there. And so, yeah, there's a lot of hands-on lab. You know, there's a lot of hands-on guys, you yep. know, and women who come from that ecosystem who all know Linux, all know Shell, all know Solaris, all know technology. And, yeah, we're getting gray hair. We're getting older. But we still love being, you know, in the game, you know, on the floor, being with people, doing cool doing stuff. Yeah, I, I see Pablo, uh, all the they're not, not all the demons, but the demons that I go to, I usually see in local, and well as, you know, the index. So, so Dave Rollins, we were just talking about 2018. You were talking about some yeah. of the, the key things that you were looking at. Can you do a recap again? Ah, sure, certainly. Um, so, was, yeah, Internet of Things, um, VMware Pulse. Internet of Things, IoT, cool. IoT, How are you going to yeah. build a lab around IoT? What do you need to give everybody a little micro device? And, you know, or is it management of IoT devices and deployment? Right? I assume that would be what it is, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I imagine. Um, we're still, again, we just kicked things off uh, Monday um, for this release, so we're still kind of talking with people and figuring out the, the how and the what. Uh, we'll start really yeah. building these things out in January. Um, nice. What were some other ones? IoT and obviously the core big stack ones, right? You're going to keep doing NSX. You're going to keep doing vSAN and vSphere, uh, Horizon, um, any other interesting ones? Um, yeah, the only other interesting one that uh, that is kind of net new is more of a uh, kind of a walkthrough test drive. Um, so test drive is again in the past I'd used it for you could get a, a a Horizon View desktop and you could try things out, log in, see how cool things were, and and that was about it. Um, it's really evolved over the over the years and it's kind of integrated with. Uh, all the Horizon Suite products, uh, along with AirWatch. If you ever wanted to try anything EUC related, uh, you can go to Test Drive, create a create a free account, and uh, go to town. Uh, so what we wanted to do is is create something that just kind of introduced it, uh, so you kind of the the neat things you can do, because uh, it really is more of a complementary service offering to to the labs. Uh, as you know, the labs you can go pretty much up to about nine and a half hours, and then that lab you're working on goes away. Um, right. With test drive, right. test drive, you can get that more longevity, so you can get you know, months at a time um, so that you, know, you don't lose your day's work after nine and a half hours. You have a little bit longer to try things out. Yeah, we've heard that feedback from several of our community members when we're at general that one of the biggest problems that they've seen is just the lack of time you have to accomplish things, right? And uh, that was, labs, as yeah, was one of those. Uh, another one that was uh, big was, I believe, some of the certification tests or things that you had to do, you know, only gave you X amount of time to complete it before you, you know, it timed out and you had to start over again. And a lot of guys, you know, like for, you know, the, the certification tests and online, you know, they, they don't have that many hours every week to dedicate. And some of those things were like 40 hours in one month, right? Yeah. Like, Gee, yeah. if I'm working, you know, I don't have 40 hours of 
time to spend doing more virtualization when my day job is also virtualization. So it's good that you, you, you spread that out. And the name of that was Test. What was the, what was the name of the, of the program you're thinking of? Uh, test Drive? Test Drive. Test Drive. Good, good. I like that. I think that's a, that's a, that's a great idea. Um, certainly like that. One of the questions that uh, somebody in the chat commented was that if you come in and you did your uh, your own device, bring your BYOD, bring your own device in labs, that you didn't get credit for the drawings. Um, so I don't know if that was true or not, Rachel, in, in no, VMworld, but somebody mentioned that. Yeah, I don't think so. That was all, because all that's based off of um, the end survey. So when you, when you end your lab, uh, just the survey of pop up and there's a little QR code that you scan, and there, there was no difference between whether you took the lab um, in the our BYOD section or in the thin client section. Um, so it should have been the same either way. But yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry about that. No, sorry. Another question that's uh, on the chat that uh, I'll, I'll bring up, or at least a subject that I'll bring up, which is when I get HOL and it provisions me the environment, right? Um, a lot of learning happens in provisioning the environment itself, the install, the setup. So you guys have some labs that take you through setting up the products, right? So you're not just missing all the nitty-gritty details of building out your own uh, environment. Right. Yes. Yeah, so that brings up a, a great point, um, and it's one of really one of the limitations of uh, of the hands-on lab is um, is the installation. Anything that's really heavy I/O. Um, when especially installations, copying things, demotioning large uh, VMs, um, that takes a really good tax on our, our back-end system. Um, so try to stay away from that as much as possible and, and kind of give pre-installed, maybe not necessarily pre-configured in some cases, but we usually do the installation for you. Um, what we've been, right. because of that, we've gotten a lot of feedback that, no, I really want to see what the installation looks like. Um, we did this year, and it's kind of taken that, that next step with those interactive simulations or 60 demos. Um, we record the installation and, and let the users actually click through uh, that whole process. I know it's not the, the best, it's not like the hands-on of, of actually going through the installation, but at least you get the experience and, and kind of are able to follow through with that installation. Nice. All right, good, because that's, that's kind of the feedback that uh, I've, I've heard a little bit about, but which is, you know, how do I do that? And there, there's a bit of me that says that we actually should probably build an HOL that gets delivered to you that you do on your own home lab, okay? um, kind of like a lab in a box, but a, but, a, but a super light lab on the box. Lab in a box is designed to, you as an instructor, go build a course around them. Right. But for me, there, you know, and this is my own ideation, right? like what I'd like to see is something that I could do a lab that walks, walks me through um, how to set up my home lab, right? And by the end of the lab, I've got my home lab, right? So the lab starts with go buy this equipment, right? go buy this set of gear, <laughs> then go, yeah. you know, set it up, set it, you know, like, so the lab takes you through how to make a hands-on lab. A lab, a, a, a home lab. Yeah, how to build it, how, how yeah. to build that home lab, right? Install it. Yeah. Then I could do the rest of the labs on my own home lab. Right. right. And, 
uh, I think there's a market there. Right? I, I don't know how many it is. But I'm pushing away. The, I'm making the venture swing away from cloud and back to like you own it yourself. <laughs> you, don't you don't need to just listen to Spotify. Like, I still I still have this problem. Sorry, I'm getting away from the mic while you're listening. It's hard to stay close to the mic on a, on a, a square table. We have just a little edge. <laughs> I mean, if you're not watching this live stream, yeah. we literally have a corner of a card table yeah. that we can be on camera. Um, hey, I've got a question. Uh, with the acquisition of uh, Vila Cloud, do we have, do you have any plans um, or labs around that? Oh, we were uh, talking with someone um, about that. Uh, we just need to find the right the right resources for that. But yeah, that would be, I think, an, an excellent lab. Great. Okay. Yeah. If you don't see that in spring release uh, this March, uh, you'll more than likely see that uh, the Emerald 2018. Yeah, oh, I was just going to say, uh, we, don't say we don't see it then. The that makes sense. Right, right. Um, all right, so I'm, I'm running out of questions, Dave. I don't know if there's anything else you want to share with us uh, with regards to um, uh, hands-on lab. If not, we'll spend the, the rest of the show just talking about what we think of the Silicon Valley uh, user con. So, so Dave, what's your, what's your parting thoughts here for everybody that's uh, taken hands-on lab? Um, are, you, are there going to be better hands-on labs, things that uh, you should pay attention to? What's your best advice to people with regards to a cadence of how to be always engaged with hands-on lab? Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I'd say always check our, our blog. Um, you'll find the latest information there when we're going to release new labs, um, anything exciting coming out. Um, we'll probably be posting something um, later this, probably later this month about some of the, the localized manuals we're doing. Um, so we're, for the first time, we're doing French and German in addition to a lot of the languages we do for APJ and in Latin America. Uh, so keep an eye out for our oh, blog on that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What is your blog, by the way? Um, that one is, is it? <laughs> Blog.vmware.com slash H-O-L. There it is. That's complicated. Blog.vmware.com slash H-O-L. It's also on the directory on blog.vmware.com. All right. <laughs> That's what I was looking for when I asked you what the blog was for H-O-L. Do we have a blog? What's the blog thing? Katie, look. I sorry. Elsa looks at me like, uh, what? What are you talking about? Oh, I thought you were asking what we did about blogs. <laughs> oh, all right. Blogs. Right. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. Continue on, Dave. Got it. Watch the blog. Okay. Watch the blog. Um, the other other important thing to keep in mind, um, we don't have room to run the uh, the HOL 2017 catalog and the 2016 catalog simultaneously. Uh, so you, we give like a three month gap of the transition period. So by the end of this month, December 1st, all of the HOL-17, whatever, all those labs will be going away. Uh, so please try to transition now to the HOL-18 uh, 100 series lab. And then the, the, one, the last thing I'll leave you with is we, we do get this question a lot is uh, the ability to either download or view the, a version of the manual online without having to launch a lab the entire time. Um, you can do that from our document site, and that one's pretty easy too. It's, uh, and I'll put it in the chat. It's just docs.docs.hol.vmware.com, uh, and you can see every lab manual that we have out there and any language that we have out there. Nice, nice. That's fair. I, I actually have one. Uh, I've got a question. 
do labs run with uh, the life cycle of the product as well? So um, I, I know we've got vSphere 6.5. How long will that, those labs run uh, until you no longer have those available? Right. So, yeah, typically those, those do go along with our development cycle um, where we will, uh, you know, like the labs that were released last year, so from VMworld 2016, those they're released in 2016, but live all the way until uh, 2017 uh, December, to the end of the year, uh, before those go away. And they're all licensed that way too. So any of the license keys in there will expire by that time. Um, so by that point, they're they're gone. So they kind of follow okay. that year and a half cycle. Very good. Very good. Well, Dave Rollins, uh, the Twitter account for HOL. If you want to follow along, uh, anybody know what that is? VM, VMware HOL. VMware HOL. So at VMware HOL, follow follow Dave and crew on at VMware HOL. Always good stuff. And go take a few labs. Uh, make Dave happy and send us some feedback <laughs> if, you, if you do have them because I think he needs more ideas. <laughs> That's right. From the community. Okay. Dave, thanks a lot for being on the show. Thank we you, appreciate Dave. it. Uh, thanks for letting uh, Pablo join in, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up with you sometime before VMworld to talk about what you guys are going to launch at VMworld uh, when the season happens. So uh, great to have you on, and we'll see you again next time. Great. Yeah, thanks, always a pleasure. And thanks for the right, have, Yeah, there you go. I'm sure that that's going to happen for you. Yeah, for sure. No <laughs> questions asked. <laughs> So, so Corey um, and, and Elsa, I think we have a, a session where we're going to do some community uh, roundtable discussion, uh, what's happening with communities in general. And there has been a lot of interesting stuff in community that's been going on, right? So, Elsa, we, you did your session on how to be a power blogger, but also uh, part of that power blogger is how to, how to get more traffic to your blog, right? So, I think maybe you could just summarize a little bit of what you talked about today in your session. Yeah, uh, that's, thanks for bringing that up, Eric. So we did the, a similar session um, at VMware, and essentially what I talked about today was that there's blogging, which is publishing to, to your blog site, and then there's power blogging, which is actually being able to target the right audience with that blog. And, and we're, um, we've been working to implement a new project called Community as a Service, which if you were at VMworld or been following us on social, you may have been hearing a little bit about it. But basically what it's enabling us to do is uh, cross-populate community content using object servers onto digital properties, whether it's a VMware branded corporate blog or a uh, community blog. Um, we're really just enabling the community to take their content and target um, existing users. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 did you have anybody show up at your session? I heard uh, it's like a 9 no, a.m. one. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just Katie Bradley. No, no. Uh, we actually did have a, a pretty solid turnout, and what I was excited about was there were uh, a handful of people, a handful of bloggers here. So it was super, super relevant. People um, here blogging as a Nima user class. asking questions afterwards? They you were. Yeah, Simon Long the the, from the EC team was, was here. He offered to help us out with a community as a service. Uh, he's been blogging forever. Mallory from NSX, and then um, a few bloggers who aren't are internal VMware folks. Who are, who are nice, nice. Uh, thanks for doing that. Did yeah. you give away a lot of blog beat posters? 
Oh, yeah, loads. All the ones we got back from. You gave every single one that we got back from uh, VMworld. We always ship stuff. I think the trucks department. Inside joke here is that uh, um, we ship stuff back from VMworld every year, and we had, you know, we probably had maybe 500 blogging posters left that we were excited to get back. And, of course, we got back. All the tie dye t shirts we'd ever want from the code process. Yeah. But did we get our posters back? No. No, somebody somewhere out there has got like a garage, you know, plastered with blog B posters. Wallpaper. Yeah, wallpaper. They're going to find a car with blog posters. Right. Next posters. Yeah. So, you know, and, and then you get, you get, you know, stuff back and left, right? Like, so we got a whole bunch of US, uh, power chargers that were not ours that, you know, we got like 250 <laughs> power chargers. Back roulette. That. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't even own, but now we got it, right? So we, we, you get some stuff back you want and yeah. some stuff back yeah, you yeah. don't want. And, yeah, it, it goes that way. And then stuff that never comes back. Uh, so, well, thanks for doing that session. If you, if you miss that session, I suspect we should probably put those slides online. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So so maybe we'll record you. We do, we do, yeah, that would be a great idea. We do still have the recording from VMworld, but um, you can watch that in the meantime. But that would be awesome if we did a recorded session. I'll put the slide PDFs on VMCN. Right, right. I think we have 300 plus people, you know, close to that, that are in the, the VMCN network program, which is our plan to evangelize uh, their blog articles as content objects inserted in various properties that we own as well as community properties. So, uh, we're looking forward to that. I know we're right in the midst of that project, working on that. So uh, that should be fun. Anything else? I know we have to go to the panel in about yeah. five more minutes. Anything else we uh, want to share about uh, the Silicon Valley VMUG UserCon? My assessment is it's really crowded. Right? There's a lot of people here. Right? So it's kind of fun to just not have to travel and be yeah, part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Food looks good. <laughs> <laughs> That's Corey's contribution, guys. Uh, the food looks good. Well, it's only because we were always asking, oh, hey, how was the food? Right? So I was, I was at Dreamforce yesterday, and I, yeah, I did the food assessment at Dreamforce. And I just had to turn over. So this is Corey's the Bay Area, area for a How is the food? How is the food? You know, I manage you, but I, I, I actually consider myself a coach. I'm not really much of a manager, so I'm a coach. Yeah. <laughs> My coaching to you is, you know, eat some food before you go with these things and maybe you won't be so concerned about the quality of the food. Eat a breakfast. I'm eat actually breakfast. not concerned. I'm just more concerned Bradley, if you happen to watch us on the on the live stream, uh, it's all because of Katie. So, Katie, thanks a lot for doing that. Part of VMTN, uh, our online community efforts. You know, we do all online. You know, people ask me what's the difference between VMUG and communities uh, that are at VMware, and the answer is we have some programs that help people establish their brands, right? So a lot of our, what we do is enablement of the community as an ecosystem big brands, right? So uh, Yellow Bricks and all the, all the you know, 
Deep Whispers and all these guys down tour, we want them to be out there. So a lot of what we do is that, but a lot of what we do is also online, right? Yeah. Uh, we, we still own the online charter around the globe for the online community ecosystem, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, and all the different properties. And Katie runs the VMCN network program, which pulls all those together. So Katie, thanks for being here. Thanks for being one of the crew, even though you're not in front of the camera. Yes, thank you, Katie. Yes. All right, with that, we're going to hit the, uh, the, the, the big end button, and we're going to move on to the show, which is, should be fun for the rest of the afternoon. And we, we finally don't have to do work. We can relax and enjoy the, the rest of the community. Thanks for joining, guys, and we'll see you again next week. We do have somebody that is uh, scheduled. I forget who it is. I think it's Lee here or somebody else. Uh, we've got booked for next week. Tommy Barry is on the chat, but we'll, no, he's gone. So I don't know who's next week, but we do have a guest next week. So we'll be on, and we will be live streaming, and we fixed the audio for the live stream this year, so this week. So yes. good for us. Yep. All right. Great.